It's too late with Chris Devon. It is as well. Episode 30 as well. I'm mad, mad. I don't think I've done 30 of anything in my life. I definitely haven't done 30 press-ups. I definitely haven't done 30 sit-ups. And I definitely haven't had 30... Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, I've had I've had four really good ones. Um, they were good. Um, I am Chris Devon, and I'm the kind of guy that never really manages to find time to keep up with the latest blockbuster TV and movie releases. But I'm also the same kind of guy who manages to find three hours to watch Coronation Street's top 100 nip slips of all time on YouTube. Like it's nothing. Why is it I can find time for that? I don't know. I don't know. YouTube.com slash Chris Devon. Comedy sketches, podcasts, just like stupid stuff. Just stuff. You know what I mean? I took one look at the internet and I decided, you know what that, you know what that little bastard needs? More stuff. So here we go. I'm on TikTok as well. Thank you to everyone who's been like following me recently on TikTok. Had a couple of videos do pretty well last week. So thank you very much. All right. This is good. This is good. You know, a writer, voice actor, comedian type person. I make funny content. That's it. No pressure. All right. You ain't got to do much. Leave me a comment. Share it with your mates. Leave some reviews. Like, that's just, just that's it. That's it. The obligatory stuff. Just, just do it, man. Yeah, Joe Rogan don't need you. He don't need you. I need you. I need you. Okay? Um, I just ran out of mayonnaise, actually. I really do need you. Um, by the way, plant-based mayonnaise, it's incredible. Well, I don't know what it's made of. I've literally don't know what it's made of. I just just Enya's dandruff, I guess. But it's really good. Um I am a self-confessed fat bastard. Now I am lifting weights, I am going to the gym, I am drinking loads of water, I am doing all the right things, and I am actually losing weight. So when I say I'm a fat bastard, I don't just mean like I'm a big, overweight, unhealthy slob, vegging out in front of the TV and and, and, and making all the wrong choices. And It's not like a derogatory thing. Like I, I, I do have a tendency to have a fat body. If I don't watch my diet and watch my exercise intake and all that kind of stuff, I have a tendency to to, to to fluctuate in weight. And a lot of people have these issues where they can yo-yo quite a bit during the course of their life. I'm one of those guys. I can go up and I can go down. At this point, I'm losing weight. I'm, I'm actually improving. It's good. But I have a fat soul. That's what I mean when I say I'm a fat bastard. Like, I, I, I'm sp- spiritually fat. You know, I'm I'm emotionally obese. Okay? Like, I might not be fat anymore, but I'm always going to think, dream, and vibe fat. You know how you just, I just give off like a, like a, like a fat guy vibe? You know the vibe, right? I give that off. I'm losing weight, I'm gaining muscle, I'm getting toned, I'm looking good, I'm squeezing into mediums and I'm chucking out the large, man, it's, it's going well, but I have a fat soul, and I'm always going to have a fat soul, and that's okay. I um will always consider eating, cooking, going out and shopping for food and looking for ingredients and researching recipes, like all of that to me 
is a privilege. If you have a life which enables you to wake up one day and go, what do I fancy to eat today? Oh, I think I'll have this. You are an extremely privileged person and you have no idea how good you've got it. The fact you even know what lemongrass looks like. You are doing so well. Give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing great, mate. Okay? But when you're deciding what to eat with your partner, the conversation is nine times out of ten total torture. But always ends the same way, doesn't it? Aldi are leaving millions and billions on the table because they have not got a range of dinners called I don't mind. 99% of conversations with your partner about what to eat tonight will end with the expression I don't mind. Now you do mind, don't you Chloe? You do. You do. But that's what you always say. That's our default setting. Right? Which can roughly be translated to, I find the whole drudgery of cooking and eating exhausting and relentless, and I'd like you to stop talking. That's what, that's what I don't mind really means. But why don't Aldi just release like a range of dinners, nice and easy, all the ingredients are in the box, yeah? In little sachets, yeah? And you can have um, a meat-based version a vegan version, and like a sweet version. We'll call it I Don't Mind. Done. So then you go out and do the food shop, you bring it home, and there's this box with like I Don't Mind plastered over the front of it. What's Chloe going to tell you? Well, oh, I didn't want that. You didn't in mind. Eat your salad. Talking of eating ate like an absolute pig the other day. Family gathering, there was a cheese board out. What else was I supposed to do? I just couldn't stop. <laughs> I just could not stop. Just shoveling it all in. And it was a family gathering. So, you know, the conversation turned to childhood and growing up and who was a bigger pain in the arse, me or my sister, you know. Um, the, the usual conversations that you have, you know, around the table with mama. And she was talking about... Um, curse words um, and confiscations and taking things off or taking away privileges when we were being naughty as kids or whatever. And some memories pop back which I haven't thought about for years and years and years and years and years. And we exposed in that kitchen on that day over five varieties of cheese the hypocrisy of parents and pop music. I don't know if you experienced this, but I grew up during a time when hip-hop was like... But then heavy metal was also... Everyone was listening to both. It was like peak... Think about this. Peak Eminem and peak Slipknot happened at the same time. It was incredible. It was incredible. Of course, what do Eminem and Slipknot have in common? They love to have a little bit of a swear. You ain't, you ain't got to skip through the track to find the next F or Jeff. It's, it, it, it's usually right there in front of you, right? Cheeky bit of F, cheeky bit of Jeff. They love a swear, those boys. They love it. They love it. Bless them for that. But my mum wasn't a fan of the Slipknots, wasn't a fan of all that stuff. She didn't like the masks that they wore and she didn't like all the screaming and stuff and all the sort of like satanic imagery and stuff like that. So one day she confiscated my CD, not the CD case, 
the CD. She just took the CD out. What, Mom, where's my CD? My Slipknot CD, where is it? Oh, no, I got rid of it. It's bloody horrible, full of violent language and, and swearing and everything. This is the same woman, the same year, that bought me the Marshall Mathers EP by Slim Shady, a.k.a. Eminem, 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 Eminem. Think about the hypocrisy of that for a minute. Eminem's banging on about locking up his missus in the boot of the car and driving off a bastard bridge. And that's fine. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, it's lovely. Bit of R&B. Great. What are you on about? What are you on about? The hypocrisy is crazy. And, and, and you know what? It turns out it doesn't even matter. Because 30 years later, and Snoop Dogg is on Storybots teaching my kid maths. So it, it, it doesn't matter. They all turned out to be lovely in the end of the day. They all turned out to be lovely boys. You know? I mean, not all of them. Don't research it too much. And then, I find myself in London, of all places. It's rare for me, okay? I'm not in demand, hence why I'm in this garage doing a podcast every week, so I'm not in London often. Um, the Tube is a miracle of engineering. And I'm grateful that I was able to get from A to B to C to D without having to really know very much. It's, it's, it's a great service. Great, they do a great job, those lads. All, all the tubers. I love you for it. Love you for it. Respect can't be easy. Can't be easy. My problem is when the tube carriage is absolutely rammed and there's this couple of lads swanning on in the chinos, little chino shorts, swanning on and going, move up a bit, move up a bit. We can't move up. We physically can't move up, Martin. We can't. And he's Martin's getting on, right? And it wasn't the fact that he just shoved themselves on and just started nattering away about, I don't know, whatever it was, like the shares in quinoa that have gone up through the roof or whatever it is. I don't know, right? But the fact, the fact that fact, I looked down, right, and the Martin that was stood in front of me had his back to me. He was facing the other Martin that was facing me. Now, the Martin with his back to me, I looked down and I, and I saw his legs. And that was what annoyed me. Because not only did he shove himself onto this tube, expecting everyone just to move out. There's, there's kids in prams and everything. And he's just expecting everyone to move in what is already a Ramo train carriage, tram carriage, tube box. What I don't know what you call it. You know, the thing, the thing, the tube there, right? I look at his legs. And you, Jim, you, you can spot a cyclist a mile off. I knew he was a cyclist. Martin was a cyclist. I'll tell you why. He had legs like condoms full of Ferrero Rocher. Well, get on your bike then. Do you know what I mean? Rude. Rude people. Just a word of advice for you now. If you're ever considering calling up your old primary school to check on your cress, look, look, it must be there. It must be there. Um, uh, Chris. It should be labelled Chris or, or, or possibly Christopher. Class of uh, 1993. Um, when I wrote my name back then, the dot on the I used to be like a, a big circle. A big circle. Like, like imagine the sun rising over the name Chris. It was a bit like that. The, the S might have been backwards. No, no record. It's... What do you mean you would have thrown it out? Why? But, no, I never gave you permission to do that. Why would you throw it out? 
You could have at least, like, I don't know, fed it to the the, the, the class hamster. The class... Ha- Squidgy Nigel. Squidgy Nigel. The the, the, the the class hamster. He'll know where... He'll, he'll, he, lo- he loved vegetables. He'll know where it is. He'll know where it is. Ask him. Put him on. He's what? Just don't. Don't. Let, let it go. Let it go. Now, I film this podcast every week from the waist up. So I am now obliged to inform you all that I can confirm I am a man. Okay? And let me tell you, there is nothing in this world more emasculating, more humiliating. There is nothing that poses a bigger threat to widespread masculinity than trying to open a Capri Sun in front of your kid. I got a one-year-old kid, loves a juice, loves a juice, deserves a juice, he's a good boy. And I've got this Capri Sun and I'm trying to open it. How do you open a Capri Sun? We all know it, we've all seen it. Pierce hole with straw. You don't think anything of it. I put the pointy thing into the whole thing. Everyone has a juice, everyone has a good time. Vitamin C all round. Yeah? Not anymore. Paper straws. Oh, God. Oh, God. I ain't never been so stressed in my life. And and what do these companies think, right? These are four kids. These are four small children, right? You see, you see an, a grown-ass man walking around with a beard, sucking on a Capri Sun, tell the police seize his electronic devices immediately. Capri Sun is for the babas. It's for the little uns. Now, have you ever seen a little un that sat there chilling, reading the Financial Times, going, take your time, father. I'm uh, engrossed in this article right now anyway about the uh, share prices of quinoa. It's fascinating. Uh, yeah, in your own time, it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And some ice and lemon, thank you. No, do you know what a toddler does the minute he wants something? He wants it now. He wants it yesterday. Do you understand? They don't put that into consideration when they're making these kids drinks. You can't get it in. You can't get it in. So my toddler is sat there. He must be thinking to himself when he can't get that in there. How the hell am I here? And it is for this reason, ladies and gentlemen, that I am drop kicking the next fucking penguin that I see. Have you tried sleeping outside yet? Yeah, listen, I, if you follow me on social media, you'll see I posted a video about this. Try it, man. Try it. Sleep outside. Sleep outside. It's nice. It's nice. And um, I was talking about how, like, last year, year before, we had, like, a mega, mega heat wave. And uh, I had a hammock out in the garden. And I slept. I don't know why I'm doing this with my hand to signify hammock. But there you go. YouTube.com slash Chris Devon. Subscribe to the channel if you want to see me do this kind of weird sign language. It's more like a... Uh, it's more like a camp Nancy there, isn't it? But anyway, I'll stop that. And uh, slept out underneath the stars. I had a beer in my hand. Light breeze rustling through the leaves above. And 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 in the cool night air, I was just swaying, swaying in the wind, just riding the sensations of nature just washing over me. Just, oh, just taking it in, man. Taking it in, taking it in. Bluetooth headphones on, watching Terminator 2 on the iPad because I'm in the outdoors and I can do outdoor things. Yeah? 
Oh, it's good. It's so nice. So nice. I had a conference, <laughs> conference in Manchester the next day. Went up to Manchester feeling refreshed, feeling good. I learned loads. Can't remember anyone there or what I did, but hey, it was it was it was it was great. Made a great decision there. Really good for your well-being, your mindfulness, connecting you to the earth. Yeah, mm, it's good. And I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, Chris, when you needed to go. Did you step awkwardly out of the hammock, knocking your your iPad um, and, 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 and having to take your headphones off and all that? Or did you just did you just flop it over the side and just go on to the decking? Um and you'll just have to watch the watch the video to find out, won't you? Alright? As I say, I spend a lot of time alone. <laughs> Now listen, I'll end on this. A word of warning. If I hear anyone pronouncing Nutella as Nutella again, we are going to have problems. We are going to have words. All right? Okay? It's not Nutella. It's Nutella. Okay? Stop it. Oh, gee, honey, you got us some great seats for the ball game here. Um, excuse me, pal, could we get some peanuts over here? Stop it. And that's it for another week. Um, I like this little sort of chat that we're having. It's good, but, you know, it's better when you get involved in it. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to do some live streams on TikTok and YouTube when I can, when I can find time. But, you know, this is the best way to sort of reach out and have a chat. And let's 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 do it on the social medias as well. So, Mr. Chris Devon, everywhere you go. Chris Devon on YouTube. Leave me a comment. And for God's sake, share this video because, you know, come on. Come on. Joe Rogan don't need you. Um... Thank you very much. Uh, we'll do it again next week, shall we? Oh, just, why not? It's easy, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Stick the camera on, just chat. It's, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. That's right. Everyone does do it. Yeah, that's why it's called too late. All right. Brush your teeth. I'll see you.